Our gospel lesson is from the 10th chapter of John's gospel, verses 1 through 10. Hear the word of God. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate of the sheep. For the sheep, all who, who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Who enter, whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And this is the word of the Lord. His sheep follow him and know his voice. How do you know his voice? Chances are the answer you have for that comes from, well, I think it comes from, it comes from that question we're going to ask in a moment, the question of baptism. You will have to field the question, do you promise to guide and nurture these children, encouraging them to know and follow Christ? If you answer we do, the do of we do is helping these little ones follow Christ out of the myriad of voices that will be calling their name. If you answer we do, the do of we do is repeating the answer that you learned from those who answered that question for you at your baptism. The ones who told you that the voice of Jesus sounds like red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. The ones who told you that you are to love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. The ones who told you, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Those are the ones who did the do of we do. And the hope is that because you say, yes, we will do, we do, we do, that you will help these little ones distinguish from all the myriad of voices, the temptations, the temptations of this world to hear the voice of Jesus. His sheep follow him because they know his voice. How do you know his voice? Last Thursday evening, the new elders coming in, we all sat in this chancel, and the new elders, they told their faith stories, and we sat with the Christ candle, this Christ candle right in the middle, in the darkness of the sanctuary. And we heard the ghost stories, the holy ghost stories of our lives. One of the stories was 
Someone said, I, I know that I could not have lived my life without his grace. Someone said, in the crisis of my life, the light of Christ shined in the darkness over and over and over again. Someone said, I don't, I don't know what people do without the church. I have needed the church my whole life. And they spoke of parents and grandparents and teachers and coaches from whom they heard the voice of Jesus. People who prayed and encouraged them and loved them. People who answered the we do with a do. Jesus says, His sheep follow him because they know his voice. Jesus says, Some don't know my voice. And there is a clear dichotomy between those who know and those who do not know. But I, what I know is the line between knowing Jesus and not knowing Jesus isn't between me and out there. That line goes right through my heart. There are times when I know I am following his voice, and there are times... I'm not doing it. And you do it too. I've seen you do that. I've got pictures of you not following Jesus' voice. <laughs> God, I don't know why that is. Sometimes I feel like, I, like when I was a teenager and I can't wait to get out from under my parents' control. And I tell Jesus, I want to do my own thing. I'm tired of you telling me what to do. I'm out of here. I want to have some fun. It's not easy wearing white every day of the week. Sometimes I don't follow the voice of Jesus because he wants me to go to places that I don't want to go. Places that are too hard. I'm not going to love those people. It's just too hard. It takes too much time. I don't have it in me. Sometimes it, I, I say, you know, now is not the time. Give it a little more time and maybe, maybe. Sometimes the voice of Jesus I just deny it because I think, you know, maybe there is something called a just war. But the voice of Jesus keeps calling and calling and calling. And I don't know if I change or he changes. But I do know that the voice of Jesus sounds to me different now than it did when I was 10 years old or 20 years old or 40 years old, or even like two weeks ago. <laughs> the voice of Jesus changes, and it's hard to hear the change. You know, I hear most often in my ministry many of you grieving that your children are not in church. You said the do of we do, and you did the do of we do, but they're not here. Maybe they haven't rejected Jesus, 
Maybe they know Jesus, but they've rejected the church. And maybe they think that the voice of Jesus is different than what they hear coming from the church. And that's hard for us to hear. But we have to keep searching, leaning in to the voice of a shepherd that we may not even quite perceive because the voice has changed. I don't like change. What are you telling me, Jesus? If you've ever been in the bedroom that I share with my wife, I'd like to ask you, what were you doing there? (laughs) Um, But if you were there, you probably saw upon leaving a large photo that hangs on my wall of my wife and me on our wedding day, May 18, 1985. Beautiful sunny day in the Oak Grove State Park. It's a close-up picture. Beth and I looking intently into one another's eyes, 22 years old, 22 years old. And it's clear from that picture that we are not strangers to one another, but we understand each other's voices. But when I look at it, I think, we really didn't understand each other's voices. She didn't know my voice. I didn't really know her voice because it changes. Her voice became the voice of a mother. I remember exactly when it happened. Her voice changed because suddenly I was not getting the attention I so richly deserve. Her voice changed. Her voice changed. Her voice sounded like that of a hand that brushes through water until it's just the perfect temperature for this little mystery that she has in her heart. Mm. It's a voice that sounds like Lego blocks going into a Tupperware box at 10.30 at night. (laughs) Guy knows that voice. (laughs) It's a voice that sounds like macaroni and cheese being stirred in a pot. It's a voice that said to me just last week, next time we go to Europe, we should bring the kids. I'm telling you, nowhere in that photograph is that voice, in that blissful photo that hangs on our wall, is that voice, my voice saying, I'm not paying for our kids to go to Europe. Which sounds harsh, but it's not. Everyone knows that a trip to Europe means much more. It's much richer and deeper if you pay for it yourself. Everybody knows that. (laughs) You have to have skin in the game. How can anyone enjoy the trip of their lives given solely on the good graces of another? Unless... The good graces of another is the exact tone and tenor of the voice. 
You see, what, what's haunting me really is that photo on the cover of your bulletin. I took it in Europe, and I saw so many of the same kind of thing. What a gorgeous, gorgeous ceiling that was. Huge. Bigger than this place. All up there. And it was as if everything, everything was being sucked up towards the light, towards the goodness, towards the love. It was just all just... And I felt my feet so firmly on the ground. There wasn't enough muscle in my bones to climb the walls, to get up there. There's not enough goodness in my heart to make it up there. It takes the voice of grace to call you up, 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 up. His sheep follow his voice. They know his voice. And his voice, it sounds like, it sounds like hands that held you as a baby. It sounds like a hand raking through water and your name being called in love. It sounds like saying we do. It sounds like glitter being swept up on a Sunday school floor. It sounds like flowers being cut up and putting into a vase that will go to a memory unit and she won't remember. He won't remember. But the flowers say, we remember. The voice, the voice, the voice. It sounds like harmony. It sounds like peace. It sounds like, I don't know what people do without the church. It sounds like trying to figure out what people do without the church. It sounds like the light of the world. It sounds like I do and I will. It sounds like I've been praying for you. It sounds like we try to follow and we fail. It sounds like surely his sheep know his voice. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever thank God for the voice